1: Broncos podcast coming to you live from Studio C for me, Henry's in Montana, I don't know what studio that is, uh, and today the C stands for Cortland Sutton, we're going to talk a little bit about Cortland, we're going to talk a little bit about Jerry, a little bit about the rest of the wide receivers, uh, but first Henry, did you see a bear yesterday?
0: Still haven't seen a bear, it's, um, I mean, well, I guess I've got three, four days left, so there's still a chance, but we we've done most of the bear seeing activities, so I'm I'm starting to get a little bit nervous.
1: Would you say spirits are low in terms of the the bear seeing opportunities?
0: Yes. I have fed a deer carrots and apples. Sep- well, same deer probably. They're kind of tough mm-hmm. to tell apart, so maybe different, but Yeah. Yeah. So there there's that.
1: That's good. I'm uh, um, I'm happy for you there. Um any other a- animal encounters?
0: Um My neighbor mike keeps walking jill by but that doesn't really count
1: i i just like i just assume the uh, picture we're painting on montana for people who don't live there Uh is like it's just a like there's just wildlife around every corner
0: yeah there's just bears and cougars and all that sort of stuff
1: i mean when i came out to visit there uh, someone like very nonchalantly said, like, Oh yeah, and uh watch out for the bear over there on three. I was like <laughs> What do you what do you mean the bear on three? They're like, Yeah, oh, he sometimes just walks across what the fairway like
0: what was that bear's name?
1: I don't remember.
0: They said that I can't remember which bear that was.
1: But yeah. I think your sister like saw it too.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah right before we got there. Yeah, she did. Yeah.
1: Crazy, crazy. Yeah. All right. So yesterday we talked about DraftKings numbers for Russell Wilson. And and I love these totals because uh, not to get in too much into the sports betting world, but, you know, in the end, the goal of the sports book is to have even money on both sides. Mm-hmm. But the original number they put out is, especially when it comes to these totals is, a, is essentially a prediction for them. You know, it's what their projections are saying it should be. And they think that if they put it there, then even money will come in. You know, it should be even money or around even money. And I would say they probably actually um, juice the numbers up a little bit because I bet there's a lot more people betting on their players to go over than there are like people going into their rival teams and betting unders.
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. So I guess maybe they're a little bit inflated.
1: So maybe slightly inflated, maybe just pure projections. Um, and then they adjust based on the way the money's coming in, but I always find these interesting, and I think it's a good topic and there's a reason why we're gonna do it uh you know did it yesterday, do it today, and we might even do it tomorrow is because it's just so interesting to see from an outside perspective because when it comes to these receivers, I think most people expect multiple one thousand yard receivers. Do you think that's fair to say?
0: Yeah, I think they probably do.
1: And 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 what's interesting is a lot of times you look at teams and you say okay well those are the two guys that could be 1000 yard receivers. Yeah. I think there's any combination of 3 that could be 1000 yard receivers like I think the number one most likely scenario is Cortland and Jerry. Yep. I think the next one would be Cortland and Tim.
0: Uh, it's it's just so hard to see Tim getting that far. You know, because, like, as good as he's been, and he's been really good, like, it's like 750, you know? So so that'd be kind of a big leap late in the career. But, you know, there's Russell Wilson there, and sure there's more competition, but Russell Wilson might outweigh those things.
1: Right, but but it's still the second most likely, because the other one would be Jerry and Tim.
0: Yeah, or throw KJ in there, too. I mean, that's a second-round draft pick who, I mean... I guess if he hadn't dropped, like, that 80-yard touchdown the first game of the season, then he'd be on pace for a big year last year before he got hurt, but the drops are part of the story there.
1: Yeah, and and I just think he's, a, a, you know, essentially, until he proves himself otherwise, is going to be a gimmick player um, in the oh. NFL in terms of, like, they're not going to be feeding him consistently. I think he's going to have some plays in there for him um, that they're going to try to target him down the field.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what you want him for, is just fly up the sideline and hope they don't keep up. And now I have a quarterback who can take advantage. So, I, I mean, I know I'm higher on KJ. It's just like getting to a 1,000. There's another game. It's it's just hard for me to see Tim taking that, like, getting well, over not, that mark.
1: You're not higher on KJ Hamler's prospects of getting a 1,000 yards than Tim.
0: See, so that's the thing. In terms of who's going to have more yards this season, you take Tim. But in terms of, like, players who could put up a really big number, I think a KJ breakout is probably more likely than a Tim Patrick breakout at this point.
1: Hmm, interesting. I think you're much lower on Tim than mm-hmm. me or the average fan. Um I think he's absolutely capable of a thousand yards. I never take uh, for granted the fact that Russell Wilson brings him up first every single time he talks about That's his true. wide receivers. Um And, in the end, like he's going to have opportunities, and if Russ loves him and trusts him, he's going to have a lot of opportunities. And mm-hmm. you know, again, what is it? Fifty-two yards? I think you need fifty-two yards a game, or I guess it's even down now. Um, you probably need about well, let's see, fifty yards a game it's at seventeen. Need, I think. Okay, so yeah, you need uh, in between fifty and sixty yards a game. Uh, and I think there's going to be plenty of opportunities for all of these guys to. Get a thousand yards if they just make the plays that are out there for them and, and obviously Russ only has one yeah. ball. But I think there are three legitimate combinations oh, of wide news.
0: receivers. Yeah. Uh, on the TMPR Broncos podcast.
1: Only one football in on the only field one football, at a time. Okay. There we yes. go. Um, I I think those are the three options. There's there's three combinations that could have a thousand yards. I think obviously Tim and Jerry is the least likely. Um, but I do think mm-hmm. there there will be two 1,000-yard receivers for the Denver Broncos this year. It's just about picking which ones it is. So, let's jump in to what they're saying over at DraftKings. And since we've talked so much about yards right now, I will start there. But I found these numbers to be fascinating. Did you look at them this time? Or, no, are you no I, just, in I didn't. I, I went
0: like through this. and got my own numbers again.
1: Okay. Uh, so, let's start with Cortland Sutton receiving yards. What do you have him at?
0: The, so I want to start by saying this: these are a lot tougher to do. Like with Russell Wilson, it's really easy because you have yeah. ten years of history. Just to be like, "Well, this is this is where he's going to fall." With right. all these guys, it's like you're you're taking a stance whenever you pick a number. Um, I, w- I went big with Cortland Sutton. I am with eighty-five catches, uh, just under twelve hundred yards, and ten touchdowns.
1: Okay, that's real big. Wait, say it again.
0: Eighty-five catches, just oh, you over went or, to
1: catches. I thought we were just yeah. doing yards.
0: Just under twelve hundred yards.
1: Okay. Fantastic. What do you think the sports book has it at?
0: I would guess that it's around probably like 1049
1: and a half. You're going to love this bet, Henry. Over under 900.5. I
0: I just don't understand. I mean, I just like what why?
1: They are low on Cortland Sutton. And I find that to be absolutely fascinating because you expect him to be the number one receiver in a pass-happy offense with a Hall of Fame quarterback. And it it just doesn't make sense to me that, and, and we'll get to this in a second, that he would be so low. And really, all of these numbers are really low. Um, and it, it almost scares me. Yeah. Just because I'm like, what do they know that we don't that they they've got Cortland Sutton having like a wide receiver two type season?
0: Yeah. That's um I mean I mean you look at last year's stats and he played in every single game, had seven hundred and seventy six yards and two touchdowns. And if that's what you're basing things off of, then sure I get it. But even then, like for a number yes, one I... If he number has one. that
1: exact same season, just with the quarterback changing, yeah, he gets exactly. no better. He's getting to over this number.
0: I would think so too. I mean, he he had the the knee injury and missed one season, but he's been healthy outside of that. Yeah, like that that was the only injury that's notable. And then he I, also has an eleven hundred yard season in there, where he was a I, Pro Bowl in his second season.
1: I think if Zach was here he would probably bring up the fact that, like, if you go back and look at Cortland Sutton's game logs from last season, you will be mortified. Um, like, the numbers that he was putting up most games was just disgusting. Do you have them in front of you now? Yeah. I mean, point out some of these games. I know Zach would be saying this.
0: Yeah. I mean, so they're, they're the two big ones. Two times he hit 100, 159 against Jacksonville, 120 against Pittsburgh. We also go through and there's, you know – 14, 9, 9, 15, 17, 12, 13, and throw 33 in there, 40 in there. Like, that's 37. Those, There's a lot of games where he didn't do all that much. But then, I mean, you also look at it, and it's like, who's his worst game against? I guess Detroit, Dallas. Those are not good ones. You should be able to torch those teams even with Teddy. Cincinnati, Kansas City, Giants, Kansas City again, the Chargers. And there's some tough defenses in there. Yeah. Um,
1: it, 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 it's just concerning that he wasn't getting open a lot. And because of that, he wasn't getting the ball a lot. Now, almost no one was getting the ball a lot. Um, and I'd like to point out, despite all of those gross numbers on the game log, he almost had 800 yards with two bad quarterbacks. And now you're getting a top 10 quarterback. Like I said, if nothing changed for him, if he wasn't an ounce healthier, if he didn't feel yeah. any better, he's still clearing 900.5 in my opinion. But it's usually the second year after coming back from an ACL that you actually get it back, which this will be for him. Yep. Um, And the offense is going to be more pass-happy, in my opinion. And the quarterback is so much better. Like, all of those things say Cortland Sutton should go over 1,000 yards this year and do it pretty easily.
0: It's almost like they look at 2019 as just a fluke. Yeah. Which is is weird, because you do have the other like 700-ish yard seasons in there. But as a rookie, and then last year, I—I I don't know. I—I I feel like of all of the props we've talked about, the over on this or the over on Russell Wilson's passing yards are probably my favorite.
1: Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is low. This is very low. It's very all low. right. Now here's where the real surprise starts to come in, and this will be the beginning of a theme that we're going to see. And obviously, there's a reason why our headline is the way it is. Yep. They've got Jerry Judy at 905.5. So not significantly more, but more. They they think Jerry Judy's gonna have a better season than Cortland Sutton when it comes to receiving yards, and we'll see the others here in a second. But why do you think that is?
0: I think that it's easy to see how a quarterback could hold Jerry Judy back. I think that you know anybody can throw the ball up to Cortland Sutton, you know. Yeah. If, if Jerry Judy's just getting open every play and the quarterback is just refusing to throw him the football, it's really easy to see that on tape and say, well, Russell Wilson will just throw him the football there. Yeah. And I think the other part of it is he should be getting more open because what, what he was best at at Alabama was getting open deep. Like, he would, he would run those right. post routes and just come wide open away from everybody. And again, like, it's different doing that in the NFL, but you still, when you're in an offense, with Teddy Bridgewater, it just doesn't matter if you're a deep threat, you know, it just doesn't matter. And so as soon as teams have to respect that, and he's already getting open underneath, like he's just a receiver that in a very spread out offense where you're really working to get receivers open. Instead of just saying like, well, here's a play action. We're going to chuck it deep. Jerry should be perfect for that.
1: It's really true. And I think a other part is one thing you always have to keep in mind when it's a sports book is Jerry Judy, is still just a bigger name, you know, mm-hmm. high first round pick, Alabama product. People know his name. People want to bet on him. You know, he's got a lot of fans out there. I think that matters in this scenario just when it comes to DraftKings setting the numbers. Um, I like the over on both. I really do. Um, and, and Jose points out only five teams had two 1,000 yards receiver uh, last year uh, in the first 17 game season. So it's not
0: mm-hmm.
1: common necessarily. Um mm-hmm but when i you know when I talk about thousand yards, I'm talking about close to it, you know like if if Jerry Judy gets nine eighty or something, I'm not saying like, oh, we well, were way off there, like that's one catch difference um mm-hmm. so regardless though, that's way more than nine hundred, and I think you're going to definitely have two- two wide receivers clear nine hundred with ease, and the two most likely i think are these two, so to me. I go over over and I think the worst case scenario, I mean you know, let's take injuries out. I'll touch wood. The worst case scenario is you go one for two, in my opinion. I think in almost every scenario, one of these hits as long as yep. these guys are healthy.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And again, like I I think Jerry's gonna get over that number two, but if you're picking one of these You got to go with Cortland Sutton. Like I I feel like he's just a lock. as As long as he's healthy, and we'll touch wood for that. How does he not get get to a thousand yards?
1: I don't know. And and he's the biggest comp for DK Metcalf on the team. And obviously, that you know Russ loves to just give a guy a chance to go get a jump ball. And that is going to be Cortland. He's the best jump ball guy on the team by far. You know, Tim is obviously big, but he's not as good at high-pointing the football as Cortland is.
0: Totally. Also, I mean, this is a separate bet, but when you brought up, I had forgotten. I was looking through all these futures after the Avs won the Cup, and it would have been good to know this, to guess these other lines, but Jerry has the ninth-best odds to lead the NFL in receiving yards this year. Wow. Yeah. Again, like, I I do think that when you're in Denver and you follow the Broncos, you you follow all these little narratives, and you kind of get into, into a bubble that maybe other outsiders don't fall into, and it's easy to get a little bit lower on Jerry. I think it's easier. You know, Bradley Chubb has the, whatever, 12th best odds to be defensive player of the year. But you you think about it from the Broncos' perspective, it's like, oh, he's only there half the time, like all that stuff. You, but when he's been out there, he's been really good when he's healthy. And so I do think that maybe this is another one where, you know, Broncos fans maybe can be a bit harsh, and maybe there's something that we can learn from from the national perspective here. Or maybe maybe we actually know what we're talking about and they're all idiots.
1: <laughs> uh, what's kind of depressing here is that the person next to Jerry Judy in receiving yards is a guy from his draft class, Justin Jefferson, another JJ. Mm-hmm. He said at 1350 and a half, over 400 yards more than Jerry. And obviously he's just a freak, but
0: yeah, yeah, I he's mean, earned that. And, and I take the under though.
1: It wasn't just the Broncos who uh, got that one wrong. It was mm. the Raiders, the Broncos, and I believe the Eagles who took Jalen Rager ahead yep. of Justin they Jefferson. They uh, did. That's tough.
0: That is um, tough.
1: They're probably saying the same thing about us. All right, you want to go to TDs or receptions next?
0: Let's go TDs.
1: Okay, we're going to TDs.
0: These ones are tougher.
1: These ones are tougher, and I like the bet less uh, when it comes to TDs just because you just never know. But um, regardless, uh, it's still part of the conversation. What do you have? Cortland Sutton TDs at this year? Did you say eight?
0: Uh, Ten for Sutton.
1: Okay, you're going to like this one again. I imagine. Um, what if I could tell you you could essentially bet on him to get half of that oh. at five and a half touchdowns? Uh, for Cortland. so he's got to get to six, um, but yeah, that's alarmingly low.
0: It, it is. It's another one of those. I mean, he's done six before, and and he did six in his second season with terrible quarterbacks. I know. Honestly, maybe what we're learning here is that Russell Wilson is not as good as we think he is. At least the sportsbook doesn't seem to think so. Like, like what is the other explanation for not having a ten touchdown receiver?
1: Right. They don't even think that the Broncos are getting close to having a 10 touchdown receiver. No. Um, which is, I mean, if Russ is going to get to even, what did they have it set at? 31 and a half. Someone has to carry the lion's share of that because if Cortland gets five, and we'll talk about Jerry here in a second. Oh, well, I'll just, let's just do it. Uh, six. What do you have Jerry at?
0: That's probably too high now. Well, they like Jerry better. I have six.
1: Okay. Six and a half. So okay. If Cortland gets five. Let's just say they both hit the over. Cortland gets six, and Jerry gets seven. That only gets you to 13.
0: <laughs> you have 18 touchdowns? Who right, who's they, getting Tim the rest Patrick's got 10, maybe, and they just don't have a lineup?
1: I don't know. Let me look and make sure. It Tight ends, running backs? Throws. There's no – like, someone has to get 10 for him to get near that. And someone exactly. is getting 10. Um, so, you've got Cortland at five and a half, Jerry at six and a half. I much, in this case, prefer Cortland Sutton. Um, yeah, now, that's an easy one to me. I've always said Jerry Judy should be an insane red zone weapon because it is very difficult to get open down there and he obviously has the shake to do it. So He should be, but let's not forget, mm-hmm. he had zero last season. Zero touchdowns, which is alarming in its own right, but to go from zero to seven would be a huge boost, where especially with you know with very little. What did he have the year before? Two, three? I think it
0: was two or three. Yeah.
1: Um, at least Cortland Sutton has a precedent of he's done this before.
0: Yeah, it, exactly. But yeah, like I don't know. Maybe maybe we're missing something with Jerry. But hi, it's. It's weird that these numbers are set up this way. Maybe we're missing something with Cortland Sutton. Maybe that's what's going on here. But all it just right. feels like with the big year that he's had before, I mean, not big, big, but big for Broncos standards recently. Like, you should be able to build on that, especially with a quarterback that should fit your game a lot better. And who knows? Maybe, maybe what we've been saying, you know, Cortland Sutton on all those broken plays should be really good. Yep. Where, you know, he's running the post route, but all of a sudden Russell Wilson rolls out. And you would think that a big body like that should be able to make a cut, get separation and be a nice, easy target. Maybe they look at Jerry as somebody who would be better at that just because he is so quick and because he can get to different places and because that's kind of how they played at Alabama before. But I did not expect Jerry's numbers to be higher than Corlin Sutton's.
1: I didn't either. And that's why we made the headline uh, what we did because it's just so surprising. Um, Our resident statistician, I'm trying to you know when you're watching like a Rockies game and Drew Goodman's always like, Oh, I've just been handed a note here with a stat yeah. from our guy. I'm trying to yeah. remember what that guy's name is. Um, <laughs>
0: dang. I don't watch enough Rockies games. Actually, we were watching that uh that hustle movie where Wancho's the star, which is yeah, awesome. Wancho, I, I a movie it. Star. Yeah. yeah, it was solid. It was solid. I basketball players are not always great actors, is one note that I would have. Wancho was, did great.
1: Yes. I wasn't expecting so many players as themselves in the movie
0: and it kind of makes it weird when a player isn't themselves yes it's like oh look anthony edwards and it's like oh wait actually no that's that's not not. it's like oh look bobon it's like nope that's not bobon but then it's it's like oh
1: here's luca and that is luca
0: exactly and so that that part of it can get a little bit tough to follow but
1: wait real quick so oh oh no you what was the point on hustle
0: the point was it ended um right before the bottom of the eighth okay. for the rockies game last night so we got to watch the rockies flame out and lose that one right after which was so fun because i don't i don't have like cable at home so i come up here and like, we have the rockies games and i i'm happy i don't have cable this time of year
1: yeah it's kind of tough okay it is tough. uh so our resident statistician uh jose Coming in with some great tidbits here. First one, RK would be happy to know that in the three years of Metcalf and Lockett, Russ had Lockett over 1,000 yards each of the three years and Metcalf over 900 every year, including one over 1,000. So out of three years, they had two 1,000-yard receivers um, twice, once uh, mm-hmm. and over 900 and one over 1,000 both years. So that w- if you just took these stats and passed them off to them, that would have hit every year. But – I think it's important to notice they never had a number three option as good as Tim Patrick.
0: Yeah. And no number four, like KJ and who knows, maybe no tight ends like it's too, too early to say, yeah. I mean, with the ghost of Jimmy Graham up there, maybe he is better, but who's That's to say.
1: Um, and so, yeah, you, you like that here. And I guess that is why I, I've just figured it out. I figured out why they're higher on Jerry Judy because Jerry Judy is much closer to Tyler Lockett than yeah. Cortland Sutton. And so they're saying, okay, this was the style of receiver that Russ preferred in terms of just how how often he went to there. Um and so let's we think, you know, they're assuming that Russ uses Jerry in the Tyler Lockett role, which has mm-hmm. produced more stats
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh over the last few years. Makes sense.
0: Sort of. And then you also remember that D.K. Metcalf is averaging 1,060 yards a season in the NFL. Yeah. And you're like, okay, is Cortland Sutton 1,600 yards or 160 yards worse per year than D.K. Metcalf is? Maybe that's what they're going with?
1: I don't think so. Um, I don't think so either. A couple more stats here from Jose. The least amount of CDs that rest through to his starting receivers in the past three years is seven. Um, So these, all of these – would have hit every year and if you're swapping the stats over Matt Caff went 7-10-12 Lockett went 8-10-8 so there you go um, it, it, it does I think the Tim Patrick effect is we're starting to understand I think the um, thought process behind all this the Tim Patrick effect is kind of draining some stats away from these guys
0: Yeah, yeah it'll be interesting to see how that ball gets spread around yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm. I don't know. I don't know. Because again, I still look at it and say like, yeah, if you're ordering guys, you probably say Sutton the most, then Judy, then Patrick, then KJ, then those tight ends. But again, like KJ has the potential to live up to the draft hype after two years, and then all of a sudden that could turn everything on its head. But yeah, it, I, I don't know. It's a weird order for these guys.
1: Absolutely. All right. Um. Fun fact about me, after this, I'm heading over to a meeting um, with uh, the people who host uh, or who own the space that we do our tailgates in, and that gave me a good reminder and actually is making me crave some sexy pizza. Uh, I miss sexy pizza. Uh, Obviously, still get it a decent amount, but not nearly as much uh, as when we were just having it brought to us every single Sunday at those tailgates. Uh, So might have to get some today. Head up our friends over at Sexy Pizza. They're a true Colorado staple, uh, and they have their philanthropies, which are awesome. They're specialty pies, where a portion of the proceeds of each one goes to uh, different Colorado charities. So check out our friends over at Sexy Pizza. I highly recommend anything with green chilies on it. Like, I love that they're putting green chilies Mm -hmm. on pizza. They have, like, a green chili pepperoni, a green chili sausage, any of those I do. Maybe they do have this. I just haven't seen uh, like a green chili and cream cheese.
0: Interesting. Uh, that that one I am not quite so in love with. That seems like kind of a weird choice. Um, but but
1: wait until you have a, p- a slice of pizza with like a dollop of cream cheese on it. Your life will never be the same.
0: That just doesn't seem like the best cheese for the situation. Henry, have you ever had a peanut butter on a burger? Yeah, I have. That's good. that's solid.
1: That's solid. Yes, it is. It's not as good as cream cheese on pizza. I, that, uh,
0: I, there's just, I mean you got mozzarella. You've got, I, you've got so many different cheeses that I would go to before that. But yeah, maybe, maybe we'll give it a try. Maybe do it. Also, Ivaca TV. Uh, if you haven't been able to watch the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and the Rapids, you should get Ivaca TV. They have Altitude Sports, they have AT&T Sportsnet. So if you like to watch the Rockies, you get to do that. Um, or if you're like trying to get outside more, I always feel like the Rockies have that effect on me. It's like you turn on the Rockies and it's like, yeah, maybe we'll just go for a walk or something. So if if you've been trying to get outside more, Ivaca TV can help you with that too. And also there is a DNVR channel. So we are live on Ivaca TV with our own channel. You can watch us just like you watch this
1: ad right now.
0: Right now. You think anybody's watching? Absolutely there's probably at least a few they're like oh evoke tv that's that's this that's always fun like yeah. when you watch a like like sometimes a direct tv commercial and you're like i shouldn't have to watch this because i'm actually i'm, I'm, I, I'm I bought all, it I'm
1: right you already got me
0: there that should be a thing with commercials they're like if you can just show that you have the thing they're selling you get to skip ahead
1: Right. There's like a little camera on your TV and you just hold it up. You're like, I have an iPhone. You're like, please.
0: Exactly. Like, I have Hulu. I don't need to keep seeing ads for Hulu. Like, I don't know. We'll, we'll work on that later. Um, But if you want to sign up for Ivaca TV, which you should do, go to Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up. You'll get $10 off your first three months. That makes it only $15 per month for those first three months. Plus, you have to pay another $5 a month for a receiver. You can buy the receiver for 250 whatever. But there's no contracts, no hidden fees. Straight up, you just pay 20 bucks a month for these first three months, and you get all of this awesome stuff, which is a steal because it would cost way more than that to get, like, MLB TV? Is it MLB TV? Sounds NBA. Right.
1: MLB Extra Innings.
0: Extra, yep. Yeah. They used to be for sure. Is it still? I'm not sure. NBA, whatever it is, league league pass. That is league pass. But you could you could get all those, or you could just pay 20 bucks a month to watch the Nuggets, Habs, and Rockies. Yep.
1: uh, There you go. Uh, Also, just a reminder never a bad time to become a DNVR member. Uh, We actually dropped a story yesterday that's free. So you guys can go check it out. Just get to kind of have a little taste of some of the things that we like to do. Um, But it gets you behind the paywall for all of our written content. Really excited for some of the written stuff that Henry's going to bring to the Mm -hmm. Broncos beat. Um, I think you have a great knack for telling stories. So I'm excited for that. but, yeah, go check it out over on the DDNVR.com right now. You can see our roundtable. Henry and I both were in lockstep in terms of who's going to lead the Broncos in sacks next year. And Zach went full mm-hmm. dark horse on us. Um, so go in there. Uh, you know, tell us if you agree or disagree. Of course, you can also leave your comments on the pod, uh, which we'll get to every day. You guys have been slacking a little bit. So those of you who say, like, hey, I haven't commented while I wanted to let the other people get in there. Well, now is your time to shine. Uh, there's an opening for you. Come in. Ask us, like, some stupid question about Pop-Tarts or something, and you'll spark a whole week worth of debates. But all that stuff. And then also uh, a reminder that we have another DNVR golf tournament coming up August 5th at City Park. This is poised to be our biggest one ever, our best one ever, our craziest one ever. Um, It's going to be a party for sure, so come through to that um, and just keep an eye out for all of our events that we're doing over the rest of the summer. All right. We still have more to get to on Cortland and Jerry, and then I want to talk about uh, the other guys and where we think they fit in and just kind of start building our way to what we think Russell Wilson's stats will eventually look like. Um, The last one here is receptions, correct? Yes. Uh huh. What do you have Cortland Sutton's receptions at?
0: I've got them at 80. I know that's not close, though. I bet they have them at like 61 and a half.
1: Wow, very close. You, you've got a good beat on what DraftKings is thinking of Cortland Sutton. Uh-huh. 62.5. Ah,
0: uh, that's what going going. I was going to go with. That's like, no, they've got to have it lower. Damn it.
1: 62.5 is where they have Cortland Sutton regular season receptions. Look, if you believe in Cortland Sutton at all, you should go for the trifecta here.
0: Absolutely. I just wish there was a way to parlay it. And it makes sense that there isn't, because they all are absolutely correlated. You've heard of
1: same game parlays. We need same season parlays.
0: Same season player parlays. Yeah, I mean, 58 last year. Five more with Russell Wilson? Is that crazy to ask for?
1: This is probably the safest bet of all of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I, I, I would probably... Those yards are really tempting too. Probably catches before yards, though. I think you're right.
1: Yeah, I mean, you just the pa- there's going to be more plays, and a higher percentage of those plays are going to be passes. Just by simple math, the bump that he gets from that ends in him blowing that number away.
0: Yeah, I mean, then the only the only reason he wouldn't is if there's injuries, and we'll touch wood whenever we say that. But even if you missed three games. If if he played 14 games this season, would you take the over on that number? Yep. Yeah, me too.
1: Yep. I mean, I'm with you on, like, 80-ish catches. So, because of that, like, that's coming down to, you know, um, five games. And if you take away three games, he's still hitting this off of 80.
0: I just don't understand. Yeah. I want to see. So, 80 catches would have been... 22nd in the NFL last year. Wow. Feels pretty realistic.
1: It feels under... It's still way too low. I expect the Broncos to have two receivers in the top 20 this year.
0: Yeah. I'm just trying to look and see if there's two on the same team.
1: Kelsey and Hill?
0: Oh, yep. Kelsey and Hill were. Um, Wow. uh, 111 and 92.
1: That is insane, one eleven, um, and that was like low. That was Kelsey.
0: Uh, yeah, ninety two yeah. for Kelsey. Yeah.
1: Oh, he was at ninety two. Didn't he yeah. have like one twenty one year or something?
0: I think he did. He's an old man now, though.
1: Yeah, he is. Um, okay. Who else? Uh, any other? I mean, Josh Allen doesn't really have like Stephon Diggs well, and who? Cole Beasley. Okay. Wow. Okay. There's two. Yep. Um, Herbert. Keenan uh, Allen and someone. Keenan
0: Allen's at 106, Mike Williams at 76.
1: So he he didn't make it. in. Um, Still
0: easily hits the over though.
1: Yes, it sure does. Uh, what about Russ?
0: Um, let's see. Oh boy, those I, were not big numbers last year. It's I think looking they like
1: dealt with. I guess he had. Oh right, he had injury. They had injury. So that yeah, makes
0: sense. DK had 75. Tyler Lockett had 73. Lockett played 16 games. Metcalf played all 17. There you go. Okay. Still both over.
1: S- still both over. Um. All right, based on the information that you've been provided, what do you think they have Jerry Judy at?
0: Well, let's see. So it's 62 and a half for Sutton. We know there's more yards barely for Judy, like one catch more. But we also think that Sutton's probably making more big plays. So maybe –
1: 66 and a half,
0: 72 and a half. Wow. So they really think they're using them underneath.
1: Yep, they do. And I, I think they're probably right about that. I think that Jerry Judy is going to have a lot of catches on inside slants on third and four.
0: Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, honestly, if anybody could catch balls on third and four, it'd be incredible. Yeah, sure but, would. Oh, that, that sounds like it could be a really good time.
1: Yep, yep. Um, I think they're also going to use him in, like, some RPO bubble actions. Yep. Um, obviously, the little jet sweep pop passes. Um, <laughs> they'll actually let those go this year. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he – one thing that we haven't talked about a lot with Jerry, while he's great at the quick twitch types of routes, he yeah. also runs the best over route on the team, in my opinion. Uh, and that is going to be a big staple when you think about, you know, you'll line him up left. Mm-hmm. You'll do a big play action fake out to the outside zone. Right. Russ will take five steps back and then Jerry Judy will have come all the way across the field and Russ is going to throw a seed to him. So, um, is that, is that, are you getting fired up over there? Thinking about that?
0: I'm getting really fired up. <laughs> I just want football season to be here. Like, I just want to see all these guys out on the field. Like there's just, it's so easy to be excited about like, Every receiver, every one of them, and the tight ends and all that, just start throwing yep. that ball around.
1: And just the offense. Like, I, I'm so excited to just see deep shots, like, three, four, five times a game maybe, um, you know. the, uh, you know, <clears throat> It's funny. You wait all week to watch your favorite team play, mm-hmm. and you're just, like, hoping for these guys to go out and make dope plays. Um and so many times over the last six years, you get excited to go watch Cortland Sutton play and he has one catch for 14 yards. And you're just like, what is happening? Or you're, you know, you're excited to see what Jerry Judy's going out there to do. He has zero catches. You know, like <clears throat> that's not going to happen this year. Everyone's going to eat every week, essentially.
0: Touch wood when you say that. Like, let's not, after what we've been through, let's not put anything up to chance. Just, uh, it's got to work. How would it not? Nathaniel Hackett's a really smart guy. Russell Wilson's a really good quarterback. It has it has to work.
1: It it does have to work, exactly. Okay, uh, for those of you who are just chiming in and criticizing our headline, uh, the reason <laughs> is because the sportsbook, DraftKings Sportsbook, are presenting sportsbook, and usually they're in lockstep with all the other ones um, on most things. Sportsbooks are projecting Jerry Judy to have a better year than Cortland Sutton, so they've got Jerry Judy at... 70, we'll just say without the half, 72 receptions for 905 yards and seven touchdowns. And that seems like it could be around where he is, actually. The surprising part is just how low they are on Cortland Sutton. They have Cortland Sutton mm-hmm. at 60, let me just get back to his receptions. 62 catches for 900 yards and six touchdowns. And that just feels so criminally low. And I would just say this, if that's what he comes out with, and we're assuming he plays 17 games here, I'm touching wood. Um, If that's what he comes out with, it will be considered a major, major, major disappointment.
0: Yeah. I mean, it just, if that happens, it feels like there's probably other things that went wrong. You know, like, like Russell Wilson probably isn't throwing for 4,000 yards in that scenario. He's probably looking at like 3,300 with 23 touchdowns. Uh, and I think there's probably more blame to pass around. It just, the the odds that Cortland Sutton is the reason that Cortland Sutton doesn't hit these overs seems so slim.
1: It really does, man. And so I guess, you know, it, it, this isn't all about betting, but from a betting perspective, I would hit all three overs. Honestly, I would hit mm-hmm. all three overs. And just ride that out. And, you know, you cross your fingers that he's healthy. I'll touch wood again. Um, but you, you you watch this season and things just go normally. He, he hits those easy. If he has a good season, he blows them out of the water.
0: Absolutely. Again, it takes something crazy. Like, does K.J. Hamler just go off? Like, does Albert O pick up 800 yards? Like you just need something weird needs to happen for all of that to work. Maybe the Broncos like just can't be stopped. Maybe they go Titans with Derrick Henry and just hand the ball off 550 times.
1: Yeah. Uh, that No, it's not happening. Um, <laughs> like all of these scenarios and, and quickly, I want to tell you guys, uh, we've got some extra time for comments today. So if you guys in the YouTube chat mm-hmm. uh, want to lay down any comments, any questions I should say for us, uh, we will answer those just in a minute here in the third segment. Um, but there's only so many players are going to be on the field at a time. And so like KJ Hamler is just not robbing a bunch of catches and yards and stuff away from Cortland Sutton. Cause he's just not going to be on the field enough. And I'm yeah. talking about a healthy KJ Hamler. Like they're not going four wide that often. No. And they're probably not even going three wide all that often. I think, I think it'll be a staple of the offense, but it won't, I don't even think that'll be the number one, um, uh, lineup and if it were KJ Hamler would only be in there in specific roles you know who yeah. are you taking off the field to put him in there Tim? it's
0: just I mean this rotate receivers though like it feels like maybe things will change now but like Cortland Sutton catches a ball it feels like half the time he's coming off the field you know and then somebody goes in like I think that if KJ is the guy who rotates in for all of them on top of that I think so what six teams had three receivers on the field more than seattle did last year Mm -hmm. so about two-thirds of the time they had three receivers on the field i think I, i can't find it but i'm pretty sure they had the the most four wide receiver sets or maybe maybe it was the packers one of the two that's tied to the broncos so we'll see but i do think i mean i don't know i guess
1: maybe i'm under maybe i'm thinking too much under center stuff i just expect a lot of under center two tight ends Sort of stuff, just because it's you know that that's such a important formation in this offense.
0: Yeah. Oh, I that being said,
1: off. that being said, I don't know if I love the idea of putting Eric Saubert on the field to take off Jerry Judy, exactly or Tim Patrick.
0: Last year, Cortland Sutton was on the field for eighty five percent of the snaps. Tim Patrick out there for seventy eight percent. So all of a sudden, if that's fifteen and twelve. Like there's 27 that can be spread around. Then you get into Jerry and some of the ghosts go tight ends, but I think four receivers, like obviously your number four receivers looking at 500 yards, but there is still quite a bit to go around. Yeah. We'll and, see. And
1: Dulcich is kind of a, a, a dark horse here. Um, he didn't where I worry for him is that he didn't really pop up for anyone at OTAs and mini camp. Um, and I always say this, I always, always, always say this whenever they take a, a tight end early, is just tight end might be the hardest position to come in and learn in the NFL.
0: You need you grow st- man strength.
1: Yes, you have to become an NFL offensive lineman and an NFL wide receiver.
0: Yeah, and the wide receiver stuff, like that takes some time, especially when you're focused on the other parts. But getting to the point where you're blocking nine techs like at what point are you happy to have Greg Dulcich out there blocking Vaughn Miller? Never. Because when you play the Bills, there's a good chance that they're gonna be putting Vaughn on that side and so, who knows, you probably double team yeah, him. You're chipping, but yeah. It's still you're you're asking for trouble. And in the run game in the run game, you're still probably double teaming him, I guess. But
1: Yeah. Maybe I underestimated the three uh receiver sets a little bit. That's probably gonna be the number one thing that they do. But that yeah. even in that K.J. Hamler's not on the field in most cases.
0: Yeah. But again, I mean in in a regular game, if Cortland Sutton is playing his best, he's out there for like 90% of the time. So you still have at least that 10% for each of them. It mm-hmm. turns out to 30%, which turns out to like twenty-five percent that KJ Hamler's out there of the total game.
1: Yeah, and probably what happens in that scenario is like Cortland goes off like if Cortland goes off then Tim fills in there. And Jerry fills in for Tim, and then KJ Mm -hmm. can come in and and be in the slot. But I think I'm much more inclined to believe that KJ has a package. And when he goes in, they're running the KJ package. Um, I I don't think you can count on him to be a part of your offense. So you have a separate piece that you're like, okay, if we have him, we use this. If we don't have him, we don't.
0: Yeah. I mean, it'd be a waste not to try him on some jet sweeps and stuff. But what you want him to do is just run straight downfield. If he just runs straight downfield, either he's getting past somebody or he's opening up a whole lot of space for whoever's behind him. Uh,
1: Tracy's Baby says, Montrell Washington ends up starting along with Hamler. Hot take. I would <laughs> bet everything that I own against that. Unless you're talking about starting at punt returner.
0: <laughs> yeah, that seems unlikely. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, even getting a package from Montreal is going to be tough. Uh, that's just right. a returner at this point.
1: If he has more than 3 catches, it's a huge win.
0: I mean, ah, that's I I bet he gets 5.
1: Okay.
0: I think I think 5 is probably what you looking five at.
1: 5 offensive touches.
0: Oh, I mean Kendall Hinton's getting out there though. Kendall Hinton's like,
1: much better at wide receiver than him. I know,
0: but, I mean, if if you're talking about, like, your number five, I guess probably number six receiver, at some point he's getting out there. At some point he's getting out there.
1: Let's see. Deontay Spencer stats last year.
0: That's actually kind of perfect.
1: Deontay Spencer stats. Come on. We're getting close. In 2021, he had – I don't want his returns. I want his offense. He had...
0: One catch for negative three yards.
1: (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, Where do you see that? Oh, yeah. One catch for negative three (laughs)
0: yards. (laughs) Yeah, that's not Uh, great. Seth Williams Williams had one for 34.
1: Before that, he had three for 26 the year before. Uh, And then, let's see, rushing. Uh, He also had one... No, sorry. He only touched the ball one time with one three. Didn't even get a reverse, but we know that that Pat were just like to fake reverses. He didn't want to actually. That is
0: true. I wonder. Too bad nobody's counting fake reverses
1: or fake jet sweeps. Um. Okay. So yeah, that kind of that kind of fits my point there. Um. It's just there's just not room for for him to be involved in the offense. And maybe he's in a couple more times. I know. Uh. I think Zach came back one day saying like montrell and russ have like a little bit of chemistry so if that's the case forget everything you know like if russ wants him out there he'll be out there
0: yeah yeah it'll be interesting i mean like is jerry better in the slot i got i'm gonna get that pro football focus at some point so i can look at the numbers but i still think you want jerry outside and and maybe i'm crazy thinking that but that does open up like everybody's moving around. They're going to play them all sorts of different places.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, again, leave your comments on YouTube for us to answer here in the third segment. Got a little opening here, um, so we'd love to answer some questions for you guys. Uh, But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at FOCO who have made some awesome, awesome merchandise um, to commemorate the Avs Stanley Cup. By the way, I just got this new Av shirt. It's not from Foco, but I think it's sick. It has the uh, good one. the Skyline on there. Allie actually got it for me, so thanks, Allie. Um Foco has shirts, hats, uh, and what they specialize in is collectibles. They've got a uh a Stanley Cup bobblehead for most of the players on the team. Uh you got like I love bobbleheads. They're just they there's something about bobbleheads that's just like they're the perfect way to like commemorate something because they're just they're weird enough. Like they rarely actually look like the person, um, and you just like have it forever. And you're like, "Yep, this this brings me nostalgia." Uh, so check out our friends there at Foco. Use the code DNVR when you go to their website, Foco.com, um, and you're gonna get ten percent off your order.
0: Also, uh, our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens what how would have, it's been over a year now right
1: i don't think quite that long really it would have been the winter i think like jan daniel De- december or january
0: okay well it feels like it's been forever just cuz it's a part of the routine um there it's basically this powder you like scoop the powder out you put it in the shaker you shake it with the water and then uh you drink thank,
1: it thank you for the demonstration
0: <laughs> you're welcome um and and then you feel better um, it, it helps with gut health. It helps with energy. It helps your immune system. It, it makes you not have to take vitamins and pills and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that's because there's 75 high quality vitamins in it. There's minerals, there's whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, basically everything that you could want. Um, again, like for me, I wake up, I drink it, I go to the gym then go get a coffee after. And then my day starts. It's like the perfect little boost to get you through the morning um especially before you do something like go to the gym which here in Montana I have not been doing and it's an, but that's that's a different story uh, to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free 1 year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/ uh wow Broncos Broncos I've I've only said buffs before.
1: Yep, yep. I, I didn't uh, even
0: read the thing. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh no, I have to actually look at this. Yeah, athleticgreens.com/slash broncos. Um, buffs, I always spell it out. Broncos. People here know that. Uh, again, broncos. No, athleticgreens.com/slash broncos to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
1: I like the one thing that they don't advertise. I think because it's just like it's not provable. But like you just look better if you drink your athletic greens every day. Like you'd look like your huh. skin just looks better. Your eyes shine brighter. I'm telling you this is a real thing.
0: Interesting. I'm going to keep an eye out for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you I mean you could just I feel like you can just look at someone and be like, hmm, "Haven't had their athletic greens today." It's obvious.
0: <laughs> Not shiny yet.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Uh final segment here. Again, bring some questions in, or oh, otherwise we're just gonna end this pot early and that's gonna be your guys' fault. Um, first one that I see here is from Tim Wenz who says, What are the odds? Hackett calls a fake jet sweep to Judy on the first play of the year.
0: That'd be incredible. I mean, how do you not do it, right? Like I the tough part is like you need the knowledge of how much people here hate that. Which I think Nathaniel Hackett has picked up on. Like he's young enough; that he's probably in tune. He's probably heard about the fake jet sweeps with Jerry Judy, and if not, he's obviously seen them. Like he's gone back and looked at the, the the tape from last year, and he's probably giggled every time he sees Jerry Judy run back there and not get the ball again. Mm-hmm. So, at the very least, he knows he knows it was happening. Does he know how hilarious it would be if he actually called it on the first play? That's the big question.
1: I mean, he's a comedian, so I feel like he understands exactly. comedy. Um, I think what what's more likely is he would actually give it to him, not fake it.
0: Yeah, probably. And that's
1: still just as funny, but yeah, probably more effective.
0: Anything with Jerry in motion will be awesome. Oh, Samuel Bisu says he has a comment on the website. Different than yesterday's left
1: the website trying to get Deontay Spencer's stats.
0: All
1: right, I'll get to it in a second. Um,
0: okay. Also, had Tim Wednesday here talking about cream cheese. I love cream cheese. I couldn't I couldn't fit this into my mouth the whole thing before the show started, though, so we're saving it for after.
1: Oh, man, I would kill for some cream cheese on the pizza right now. Oh, look uh, at Allie going, uh, yep. going big time here. All right, here's a question from Samuel B. Sue who says, RK, I have a bet for you. Last year, the RBs had 863 yards. I will bet you the over on 1,900 yards. This is not counting Russ, so I think this is a fair bet. If you win, I'll pay for five annual memberships for people who can't afford them. That's very nice of you. If I win, you give out the same five memberships. Either way, the community wins. Do you take the bet? Yeah, of course. Of course I take the bet. Um, I, I think they're... What was it? 863. I think they're almost right there. I would probably take... The under on 800, 1,863, uh, but I think it's like 1,850.
0: Yeah, uh, I'd probably take the over. i take the over. I'd, yeah. I would definitely take the over.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're kind of on the, the more plays kick. Yeah. Um, more plays, more yards. I'm on more the more fishing. plays, more passes. I think all of that, the added plays, get replaced by passes.
0: Yeah. The the one thing that scares me is Russell Wilson eating carries. Like, is he running so much that they look at that and say like, yeah, that's, that's a part of our running game. Or like they're running read options and, and he's pulling those read options. Those are the run plays where you're just not getting as much, but like what I think the Broncos were like 12th last year in rushing yards. I feel like that that's going to move up.
1: Yeah. And I think it moves down it'll be interesting. Uh, to see just exactly how – I also, i got to be honest, there's a big transition from the style of running that they were doing last year to the style of running this year, and I worry a little bit uh, about how the backs – I know Melvin will be okay. I worry a little bit about Mm -hmm. Javante, and I worry about the the offensive linemen uh, adjusting to that. So, um, you know, they're really committed. Like, they're not saying, like, we're doing a little bit of both. They're saying like we are a zone running team, yeah. and they're really committed to it. It's pretty much all they've talked about when it comes to running the ball is just getting this team ready to be a zone running team. So, I worry about that. Obviously, to me, I'm a you know if you grew up being a Broncos fan, you're a fan of zone run. Like you think it's the better way of running. So I obviously think it's the better way of running, but uh, it'll be interesting to see if they actually just succeed right off the bat running the ball in that scheme. Where I think, what I think is is very true here is when they don't have success running the ball, it's going to be mm-hmm. so easy to just be like, okay, well, we'll just throw the ball every play. We have Russell Wilson.
0: That's true. I Yeah. I just hope that he's that good. Yeah. I, and we know he's good, but like, is he top three? Is he top five? Is he top 10? Like, those are the questions that he has to answer. And if he's top five, then yeah, it's like. Easy. Just go out there, chuck the ball around. You're going to be fine. If he winds up at the end of the year, we're saying like, yeah, he's probably like the eighth best quarterback. That's where it starts to get just a little bit nerve wracking to say, yeah, just throw the ball every play.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't want them to do that, but I think it's really easy as a play caller to just be like, hey, we can't run the ball. I'm sick of second and nine. Yeah. You know? um, well, what was I going to say? I think he doesn't poach rushing yards. I think he poaches rushing touchdowns. Um, yeah with just like two or three zone reads that he keeps it's one of my favorite things to do Mm -hmm. is you've been handing off that inside zone all uh all day from the shotgun and then you know fourth quarter one yard line second and goal he just keeps one and just walks in easy
0: yeah totally and i mean also just the play calling down there like when before you're saying like we we think we have a a 60% chance of getting this ball in the end zone if we call this pass play, well, that goes up to like 70% because there's the chance that Russell Wilson just gets free and runs it in. So when those percentages change, it changes whether you're passing or running. So I don't know. We'll see, but that's not great for the touchdown stats for the running backs.
1: And we'll talk about those tomorrow. All right, Michael Mm -hmm. Kerr says, do you guys think that letting Russ cook with more than he's used to having on field will expand his game or will he have the same game plan with Lockett and Metcalf? Uh, puki will be our Marshawn. I'm, I'm confused the, by the question. Do you understand it?
0: Um, I, I think by cook, that means just like go out and do things his own or, you know, it, okay. are they going to let him just like chuck the ball around or are they going to run plays and and do those sorts of things you know
1: interesting i mean uh, but then he brings in Lockett and metcalf i don't understand how that applies here i don't know and no no shade i'm just a little confused um (laughs) i i fully believe i'll say this that they're going to let rest cook like he's going to be in charge of the offense um, and he's going to want to throw the ball and they're going to let him throw the ball. And there's obviously going to be a little bit of structure with the way that they want to do things. But in the end he's going to have full autonomy at the line and he's going to be he's going to play his brand of football the way that he's always wanted to play. I think that's absolutely how the Broncos got him to sign off in the first place. What was Nathaniel Hackett? He's obviously like a great people person was just like, dude we're going to play football the Russell Wilson way. And that just got, can't you hear him saying that? And uh, that just got Russ fired up.
0: Yeah. I mean, I still look at it as if like every play is two plays now. It's like the first one is what Nathaniel Hackett draws up. Then the second one is when you roll out of the pocket and everybody just goes and gets open. And so I do think that there's a bit of a blend with the difference being you just hope that there's more open on time than there has been in the past. There absolutely should be with, better play designs and play calling.
1: Yep. Yeah. I I mean, I, I I'm so excited to see this stuff play out, especially because mm-hmm. I think however it plays out, it's going to result in good offense. Um, and that's exciting. Tim says, where are we grabbing beers in two weeks? I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. We will. Um, yeah. We'll the bar. It's tough. Wade says six shirt. RK. Thank you very much. Um, and I think that is where we're going to wrap here. Um, I, I got to call out, Our OG commenters, like where are the Ryan Claymans of the world, the Gunners of the world, uh, you know, um, the Count, like all of these people, where are you at? We we need we need comments to read. Um, and so I'm I'm sending out the bat signal to the OGs, uh, to come uh, bring us comments before we start having to plan a different way to to uh, do our third segment. So, with that being said, that's gonna wrap it up for us today. On the DNVR Broncos podcast, one more tomorrow on Friday, uh, and then I, th- I may—I can't remember if Zach gets back Monday or Tuesday. Um, but mm. we miss him. Uh, we appreciate all you guys for tuning in, and we will catch you tomorrow on the DNVR.